Hello and welcome to the Practitioner Health Wellbeing Podcast. My name is Wilf Weekly. I do comms for Practitioner Health. And today we're going to be talking about trainees and the Trainee Doctors and Dentists Support Service. Uh, and with me for this are three very special guests for the, uh, who are the leads for TD, TDDSS. We have Jenny Keane, Simon Lyon, and Ruth Dayton. I'm going to get them to talk about themselves and their roles. So Simon, Simon, yes. with you. Hello. Tell us, tell us a bit about yourself and your role at, at TDSS. Um, okay, I am a nurse by background, mental health nurse, and I trained in CBT and psychosexual psychotherapy and more recently EMDR. And I've been running the service with um, Jenny and Ruth now, I think it's for, for five years? Five years. Maybe five years, yeah. Ruth? Hi, I'm Ruth. I'm, uh, I've been with Practitioner Health for about 10 years. Um, I'm a CBT therapist and I've worked with the uh, junior doctors, with the trainees for probably four and a half years. Um, prior to that, I work working the main body of the service as well. And I also run uh, an emotions group um, where we deliver CBT tools. Fantastic. And we'll be returning to that a bit later as well. And Jenny? Hi there. So um, I'm Jenny Keane and I'm a GP by background. But as a GP, I always had a special interest in addictions and mental health, particularly addictions, personality issues um, and other sort of mental health issues. So when I joined this service, um, I became particularly involved in the trainee doctors and dentist support service, um, as well as being the lead for addictions in the main service and um, since then, we've gone on, the Trainee Doctors and Dentists Service has gone on from strength to strength. Um, and I've been working with Simon and Ruth. Also, um, we have a dedicated admin team member. Um, in fact, we've got two at the moment, Anka and Hannah, who both specifically deal with people that are involved with the TDDSS service. Who can access uh, TDDSS? Who gets the help? Uh, and uh, where do they need to be? Jenny. Okay, so um, we welcome any trainee doctors and dentists into the service. Um, so that means that they, they're not fully qualified consultants or GPs or in associate non-training grades. Um, but there is a geographical aspect to it because it's commissioned in this way. Um, the service is just for trainees who are either in London or Kent, Surrey and Sussex. Okay, fantastic. And what do trainees come to you with i know it's a broad spectrum but uh, could you give us examples of things that people might think they they can't come with but they definitely can and um, what do people like to talk to you guys about uh simon oh good question um i mean we have quite a wide uh, criteria and people tend to come to us with you know whatever you know whatever is going on for them at that time that they're finding difficult typical Presentations will be anxiety, low mood, work stress, exam stress, uh, perfectionism. Um, we are set up to deal with, I guess you'd say, the kind of lower end of the mental health spectrum. Um, but uh, if they uh, have more complex problems, um, then we would just transfer them into the main service. So we keep them, we just wouldn't see them in this part of the service. Okay. 
Fantastic. And so, and, and you obviously work very, very closely. I mean, you are all part of practitioner health uh, and you're set up and we are set up to deal with more complex mental health problems as well. Could I just add something? Yes, Will? go for it. Um, just to say that um, some people get confused between us and, um, and the professional support units. And quite often people are actually sent to us by the professional support units quite appropriately. But sometimes people don't actually know the difference. And our particular remit is mental health. So we don't see people just for or only for coaching or for advice on things like um, dyslexia assessments, things like that, um, because those are really in the remit of the PSU. For us, there has to be a mental health aspect. Okay, fantastic. And I just want you guys to take us a bit through the process that a trainee will go through when they present to TDDSS. So... They register. What happens next? Simon. Um, so they register, they self-refer online. And then they'll be booked in with uh, myself for a, um, I guess you'd put it like a triage call, a brief call where I would get a summary of the problems and ask you know, um, certain questions to figure out which part of the service they might be best suited to. Uh, and then following the phone call, we discussed them at the MDT, the TDDSS MDT, which we all um, partake in. And then um, we will decide um, if they're going to have uh, kind of psychological psychological therapy or support sessions, we call them, um, in our service, or whether they need to be transferred or discharged. Oh, sorry. Is that following, following that, they would then have a full video assessment or an in-person assessment when we get back to that um, with myself or or Jenny and uh, then the psychological support sessions will be with myself or Ruth and Jenny does kind of case management. And are there any other groups because I know you mentioned earlier Ruth your supporting emotions group uh, managing your emotions group uh, where does that play into uh, the kind of route through the service? It, it may well be that they need psychoeducation, that they need, you know, help to actually understand where the problem is. And quite often, as a CBT therapist, I'm asked for tools, and the group is offering tools to help people manage and understand why they're feeling the way they're feeling. You know, so for example, somebody with anxiety may well not know that they're scared of something happening. And if they have a conversation with somebody, it may well be that that is the trick to helping them feel less anxious. Okay. And and how long's the group? How many weeks? Uh, it's It rolls, it's six weeks, and each week we pick a particular topic and it's a particular emotion. So the first week is always anxiety because that's the emotion we most frequently come across. And then we discuss the the behavioural and cognitive components of, of the emotion. Then uh, we look at case studies together. It's highly interactive, so everybody speaks to each other. And then we go to problem solving. So then that's where the tools come in. How can we deal with the problem? Um, and what happens is the groups tend to, to gel quite quickly and everybody helps each other, as well as, you know, with me leading it and offering the suggestions. Fantastic. What's and the that, group called? Yeah. The group is called 
Um, it's, I think it's called the Dr. CBT Toolkit. That's <laughs> we've just changed the name. Because, so yes. it's just been rebranded to Dr. CBT Toolkit. Uh, they used to be, yeah. it used to be called the Managing uh, Emotion. I think it used to be called the Managing Emotion Support Group. And I think if if you if you find any mention of that, if you ever access the service, then uh, that's what it's now become. So we we see a, a complete range of trainees with all sorts of different problems, um, and often with anxiety and and low mood, as people have said. But I think that there are some aspects of the NHS which make it more liable for trainees to develop anxiety and low mood. Um, And so one group that I think we see in particular are international medical graduates who can quite often struggle with all sorts of things within the NHS, from outright racism um, to things like linguistic issues or um, difficulties with the various structures or having to change from working in one way, certain protocols, different type of protocols, etc. So you can see that people might face up to all sorts of problems um, and that that can then play into anxiety and low mood. Um, it often doesn't just come from nowhere. Um, and I think we could also say, I think we see people with... Um, any sort of any sort of thing that they might think makes them seem different. So people with sexuality issues um, or other type of issues that where they feel um, that there may be problems with them fitting in, things like that. The NHS can be a very difficult workplace, in fact. Um, and even for people who've got none of the above, they're all having to deal with working ridiculous hours and with not enough people working and with uh, shifts where there some people aren't there or there isn't a registrar or there isn't a consultant available or there just aren't enough doctors and so we're aware that that's what people are up against when we're seeing them. Are there any specialities that you see a lot of? Um, yes there are actually. Um, we at the moment general practice is way uh, is way ahead of anything else and that's that's taking into account the the uh, the actual proportion that gps are in the doctor population um we see far more gps proportionately than other specialties at the moment um and we think that that's because uh, general practice at the moment is facing unprecedented problems and so they're having difficulty recruiting and people that are recruited are having a tough time yeah, and that's and that's at the trainee level as that's all the trainee level as well. So that is people coming oh, in. Gosh, no. That that is people coming in and not even having been a trainee. Sorry, GB necessarily for a particularly long period of time, but already experiencing the the, the issues. Well, often they experience the issues more than the others do because I think the the overspill of everything tends to land up with the trainees, and the trainees tend to be the ones that get sent to do the extra work or that pick up extra things and find it hard maybe to say no because they're being assessed all the time. Okay, I just want to go on to some quick fire dispelling a few myths about <laughs> about um, training about TDDSS and signing up signing up to get help. So, can you only talk about work, Simon? No, you can talk about anything. Um, uh, you know, we are uh, multifaceted, plural people, and we um, see people who have the same issues as everyone else. They just have a particularly stressful um, uh, job. But, you know, we also have their difficult home lives. They have difficult 
sometimes difficulties in their families or relationships, um, sometimes um, with substances, um, self self esteem issues, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it could it could be an absolute variety of things. Um, and how long might they have to wait for a appointment? Me? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, to you, yes, Simon. Um, so they can pretty much get spoken to for their triage straight away. We'll talk about them um, at the MDT that same week, and then they'll be given access to an initial assessment, um, which is the longer assessment. And that's the, the waiting time is usually not more than a couple of weeks. Oh, that's fant- that's fantastic. And and then how long are the therapy sessions in general? I think there there are, there are multiple options, but how long in general do they take? Well, um, on the system, it says an hour, but really we usually work to a kind of like 50 minute therapy hour and we need time to kind of write our notes and, you know, formulate and prepare for the next client. So that's just less than an hour. And then how, what, I, so what I meant was actually how long they go on for as well, how many weeks? Oh, so we're, <clears throat> we're funded for um, four psychological support sessions. Uh, okay. And then if there's still work to do, we can do a bit of paperwork admin on our side and extend that. Um, but patients won't have to worry about that. We, we can do that bit. But it's four sessions usually under TDDSS, which is quite intensive and is usually a, you know, enough for most people to um, to see quite a um, quite a considerable difference from how they um, initially presented. Brilliant. Ruth? Coming on to you, confidentiality and work in uh, are big concerns for we know for a lot of doctors and not trainee doctors, and dentists. Um, how confidential is the service? It's entirely confidential. You know, nothing goes beyond TDDSS unless we absolutely have to disclose, and then we would discuss that with the patient first. But yeah, it doesn't. It it stays with it within the therapy room, and it stays within the service. So nobody, you know, in the hospital, no, no senior members of staff are going to find anything out about it. It's entirely with us. And also, how will registering with practitioner? Uh, sorry, with TDDSS, TDDSS uh, affect uh, my work? So affect work the work of a trainee? Will it will it affect it at all? None, none whatsoever. Yeah, no, it's, it's and you know it's completely separate from work. Fantastic. So you're not you're not gonna we're not gonna tell. I'm gonna go telling your employer. We don't need to. At the end, if I need more, what if I need more help at the end? I think you covered this, Simon. But um, if you felt like the therapy is not enough, what are the options afterwards? Psychoeducation. Sorry, Simon. Oh. Um... So if um, there's still work to do, then we um, can transfer them into the main service and continue seeing them under that um, umbrella. And then, and then some some more broader questions. Also, uh, are there any hopes for uh, TDDSS to be expanded geographically, or is that not something you can comment on, uh, Ruth? Sorry, Jenny. I meant Jenny. <laughs> Uh, that's very interesting, actually. At the moment, no, because the other places around the country have not suggested putting forward the money to do it. And it is literally funded 
um, as a geographical unit by the deaneries. But if if other deaneries around the country wanted to match the ones that we actually see, we could expand. Fantastic. And what is one, I'm going to ask you all this question, but what is one piece of advice you would give to a trainee doctor or dentist who is worried about their mental health? I'm going to start with Ruth and I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm perfectly happy. What I always say to any trainee doctor I ever meet is congratulations for coming forward. Congratulations for reaching out because that that is the first step. You know, you don't have to, I, I, I always say to the patients, I feel sorry for the ones that are struggling and haven't forward. It is an entirely confidential service. We're a very ex- experienced group and they will be like well looked after and cared for. How much experience do you guys have between you? Oh, 30 years. 30 years. That, that's just Jenny, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think mine's more than that, actually, Simon. <laughs> no, at Practitioner Health, it's, it's 10 years. No, no very embarrassing. No, uh, yeah, at Practitioner Health, uh, I've been here five and a half years. Have you? No, no, wait a minute. Practitioner Health, you've been here longer than me, haven't you? I started I've, in I've 2016, October 2016. Really? Hmm. I started working for practicing health in 2014. Well, you were obviously here two years before me, Simon. I was still being a GP. I feel like you've always been here. I feel like I've always been here. <laughs> anyway, the point is a lot of experience. I've been a GP for a long time. <laughs> you know, the point is you're in good, you're in fantastic hands. Um Jenny, the same question to you that I asked of Ruth, what is one tip that you would give to a trainee doctor or dentist worrying about their mental health? Actually, I completely agree with Ruth. I think the answer is to come to us because sometimes people get themselves into such a state about things that that's actually adding to the problem. They're worried about being worried. They're anxious about being anxious. They're down about being low, etc. And I think when they come to us, we can start to just tease out what's going on, look at what's to do with work, what's to do with their mental health. If they need formal mental health interventions like prescribing, we can transfer them into the other service. We can give them um, therapy through our service and we can talk to them about how they can go forward when they leave. Um, And I think it's hard to see how it can do anybody any harm to come forward to us, given that, except in the extreme circumstances where, you know, of things which always have to be disclosed, you know, crimes, child abuse, et cetera, except in extreme circumstances, we're completely confidential um, and we welcome seeing people. And Simon, same question to you. One tip you give to uh, a struggling doctor or dentist to worry about the mental health training i think the the number one thing i think that the, is the most important thing that we can all do for ourselves or that you can get out of therapy which is not a quick fix so it probably would involve you know more discussion or exploration is learn how to develop a really solid friendship with yourself to really look after yourself to have your own back to everything that, that that means to really care for someone that you really love. That, I think that's the most important thing we can do for ourselves. That's a, fanta- that's a fantastic answer. As with the other two as well. I don't want to <laughs> give any bias. Um, okay, and lastly, 
how do you contact the trainee doctors and dentist service? I'm going to test you, Simon. Um, you self-refer uh, online on the website. Oh, on website. Yeah. And if you want a phone call, call someone who will help you, who will probably tell you to, to Well, Well, you can probably answer this question better than me. I can. Because you if probably you... know the number. I do know the number. <laughs> the number is 0300-0303. Uh, uh, you can also get in contact with us at prac.health at nhs.net. If you go on the website or you go email us or you phone call us, you'll meet the same people who will deal with the reg forms and you will end up with one of these three lovely people um, very, very soon. Um, and uh, I don't have, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, Just refer yourselves. Just refer yourselves. Share the um, love. Yeah, remember yourself. To join. Um, they are fantastic. You have nothing to worry about. Um, they will be very kind, and and nothing bad will come of it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you very much to Simon, Ruth, and Jenny for talking to me. Uh, and I'm going to recall this. <clears throat> it was fun, Will. Yeah. You'll <laughs> laughing. It will cure them just because they'll be laughing and enjoying themselves so much. I think I think we might be laughing more than they will. Uh, <laughs> yeah. right, thank thank you very much to Jenny, Simon, and Ruth for coming coming to talk to me. Uh, uh, but the um, bottom line is, tri- um, these guys are fantastic. TDSS is a fantastic service, uh, and please get in contact with us if you are struggling, um, because we can help, and they really are um, really lovely, nice people, um, and they are also very possible to be very experienced. So thank you guys all so much uh, for doing this with me. And um, I'll see you very soon. Thank you.